finish But they won't know this until later. Doesn't matter. Actually, this will drop before that. Does. That's what I'm saying. Like so. Yeah. So it's like two weeks before that. Folks, just so you know, you're listening to this. We finished Dracula and we recorded all the Dracula episodes. There ain't gonna be no more goddamn Dracula. So listen to them. As of October third. 29th? 29th. October 29th. Finish with Dracula. <laughs> so now the real question is, we can read now. Check <laughs> your fucking face, Caleb. I'm going to be reading this. That's where you go. See, I'm going to, uh, I'm trying to, gonna try to cut a big stack of my, uh, my, uh, graphic novels. That's a good move. Because I got those, those piled up a little bit mm. during, during Dracula. Well, I also don't have to read any more submissions. That's gonna yeah. free me up to do a lot of reading and writing. And then if write. I then if I have any, you know, novel time before mm. we get into whatever, I'm I'll try to get some more done of the um of Sleeping Beauties. Right, right. Because like I said, I was enjoying it. It's just you know we got bogged down with everything else. I had to put it yeah. to the side. I don't know how soon I'm gonna get to Salem's Lot at this point. Well, I really I mean, need a break. From I don't vampire think shit. I don't think it really matters at this point. Yeah. But. Um, I'm going to be reading Sputnik Sweetheart by Hiroki Mirakami. I don't know why I added the, the rolling R's. He's Japanese, not yeah. Spanish. But part romance, part detective story. Sputnik Sweetheart tells the story of a tangled triangle of uniquely unrequited love. That doesn't sound like something I normally read. Let me further get into it. But Hiroki Mirakami makes some really weird yeah. fiction. So usually, even if it's a something strange sounding like that, like romance and detective fiction, it always works yeah. very well. Now, that man... Not so great on the sex scenes. Yeah? A little awkward? A little bit. I mean, if you look at the guy, probably not <laughs> having a lot of fucking sexy time. Kay is madly in love with his best friend, Sumire. Sumidi. Sumiri. Sumkamlaudi? Sumidi. It's Japanese, but it's one of those ones that looks like it should be Indian. Sumide. I'm going to say that's how you pronounce that. But her devotion to a writerly life precludes her from any personal commitments. At least that is until she meets an older woman to whom she finds herself irresistibly drawn. Ooh, lesbian story? Mm, yeah. When Sumude disappears from an island off the coast of Greece, Kay is solicited to join the search party and finds himself drawn back into her world and beset by ominous visions. Subtle and haunting, Sputnik Sweetheart is a profound meditation on human longing. This is, uh... One of his lesser stories, but I read most of his uh, great works of literature. Let's see, how much more of his stuff do you have like to read? Like, is he? Because like I've known you read like at least three or four of his novels already, right? I've read a good bit. I read. Is he like the? Is he like the Japanese like Stephen King? Yes. Where, he, where he has like this huge catalog. Of... Yeah, it's, he's, he's. I don't think he's got as much as Stephen King, but he does have a lot. Uh, I read Norwegian Wood. I've read that uh, hard-boiled Wonderland at the end of the universe, whatever that's called. That was a really fucking trippy one. You'd like that one. Shit. Uh, Wind Up Bird Chronicles. Uh, there's so many. 1Q84. I, I swear I read at least like five more. I gotta be close to double digits. I wonder if they have a list on here. Sometimes they put a list in the back, which is always helpful. But then when you yeah. want that list, they don't put nope. it there. Yeah, I, uh, Here we go. Again, with like Stephen King, they used to ha have all of his novels, but mm -hmm. on all the new ones, they don't list the novels no more. So they have one Q84 I read, After Dark I read. That's a short story collection, I believe. Oh, that, uh, what was this one? The Strange Library. That was like a novella. That oh. I read that. That was interesting. That's that book I should just real funky, like folds oh, out yeah. and has weird pictures. After the Quake, Blind Willow, Sleeping Woman, and Dance, 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 I did not read. The Elephant Vanishes, I don't believe I read that. 
Hardboiled Wonderland at the end of the world and the end of the world. I read I, that's one you couldn't even explain. Yeah, you like subterranean underworlds, okay. fucking weird dream worlds, uh, fantasy mixed with like detective shit. Like it's fucking weird. That seems interesting. It is very interesting. Uh, south of the border, west of the. I feel like some of these are his uh, nonfiction because he writes like non like Stephen King. Yeah. writes some nonfiction. Did I not read that? Uh, I read the Wind Up Bird Chronicles. What I talk about when I talk about right running. What I talk about when I talk about running, I did not read. And A Wild Cheap Chase, I read, which was also really fucking weird. So, uh, and I've read some that were not on that list. Those are probably just kind of like the big... Yeah, like, some of the... Whenever that book dropped, those are probably the most popular stories or, he had. Or recent, maybe. Mm-hmm. He has one, Killing Commentary or something, that's out now. It's like a fucking big... Oh, wow. Like a doorstopper. Yeah, um... And he's, he's in his 70s now, so that book I heard was, uh, he's one of those writers where if you read enough of them, you kind of get like, you definitely need a break, but his style is like, did I just read the same book? Mm. Even though his, the themes, like the themes and stuff are all often the same, even though the story might be really weird and crazy, sometimes you'll catch like a couple stories in a, like a couple novels in a row, you're like, is this the fucking same premise? Like, what what is happening here? It doesn't seem that much different. Um, and I heard, like, some of his newer work, that's usually, uh, one of the issues. I thought you were trying to go with the Birdman thing there, to, to begin with. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like Birdman. You talk about face tattoo Birdman yeah. or just uh, yeah. basketball Birdman? Uh, I like basketball Birdman. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was thinking of a face tattoo. Chris tat- Anderson. Yeah, yeah I, was thinking, I was thinking of the They the, both the have rapper. face tattoos, I think, at this point, but yeah. <laughs> the, the rapper Birdman. If you could call him that, no, yeah. he, he sucks. He's I don't think the basketball, did, did he ever do that? The, yeah. He did like a flapping thing with uh, his arms when he dunked on somebody. Uh, this is the Drunken Bullshit Podcast. That's pretty much the Drunken Pen Writing. We're just going to do some... Bullshitting, I guess. Yeah, I have a name. It's uh, Caleb James, and I'm your host. With me today, oh, Spencer, the Reno Renegade Church. Renegade man. Ba, 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 ba. I'm thinking of the Running Man with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ooh. That's what I was thinking. Stephen about. King story. That's an interesting combination. Arnold, Stephen King. I like yeah. it. Speaking of the King Man, did you hear Joe Hill's interested in doing a Maximum Overdrive yeah, movie? Yeah, I did. I don't I know if did. he's gonna be on the cocaine when he if he does it, but <laughs> I think uh, it would be a lot better. It can't be yeah. worse. Did you ever see the fucking uh, trailer for that movie when Stephen King is so coked up and he's trying to tell you, oh, "I'm gonna scare the hell out of you." <laughs> he just like looks fucking crazy in the face, <laughs> and he's just all fucking hopped up on drugs, and you just see like the. In the trailer, like the soda machines mm. throwing out cans of pop right in the dude's nuts or something, and it's like that's not scary. So you should read the story. I don't wanna. Yeah, you should. Perhaps I already did. No, you haven't. How do you know? You don't know what I read because you haven't. Here's a list of books I've read. <laughs> okay. Stephen King's. Okay. Carrie, Pet Cemetery. It. You haven't read the it. The Shining. Um, Rage. Uh, the whole Richard Bachman collection. Uh, every book you ever read. Tommy Knockers. Uh, Elevation. What was uh, the Stand? Uh, the Dark Tower series. Um, uh, um, quick name another Stephen. <laughs> Heidi in the, the the jungle. The Bermuda Triangle twins. The uh, 
Liz Claiborne, <laughs> Dolores Claiborne, Misery. I don't. I just think I'm trying. I don't know. See, when I think of Stephen King anymore, I just think of naked Kathy Bates. She wasn't <laughs> naked in any of those movies. I'm. That was that movie with Jack Nicholson where she was naked in the hot tub. Gross. But for some reason, that all comes. I just think of because the most terrifying version of Kathy Bates. I think <laughs> naked version. But I think of Kathy Bates. With, Can you imagine her naked with that haircut from, from Misery? Here's the weird amalgamation of Kathy Bates that I, I think of when, when Stephen King pops into my head for some reason. I think of American Horror Story Kathy Bates freak show when she had the lady, the bearded lady look. But I think of her with the anti-woke sledgehammer <laughs> and she's uh, Dolores Claiborne throwing people in a well or whatever the <laughs> fuck you're doing. And But she's naked. So do what you will with that. You're doing a lot of cocaine. So writing wise, been doing it. I'm imagining ma- managing a few hundred words here or there. Now, how far between the here and there? That, that, we talk Pennsylvania, that, Arizona, that, or that's hearsay. That, that, don't worry about the distance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, I am now um that that has got me twelve pages into. Uh, so, you know, almost about, like, um, I think, like, uh, just over, like, 5,500 words-ish for the the story that I've been slowly, meticulously, lazily working on. I like how you threw lazily in there at the end. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that probably should have been the one up front. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was kind of trying to bury the lead a little bit. Hmm. You know, yesterday... I, did, I, I was tired, so I didn't do any writing, but I was yeah. like, I'll take some notes for some ideas for what yeah. I want to do. Okay. Let me show you these notes real quick. Uh-oh. Uh, well, I just I feel like they didn't come out right. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think... Uh, <laughs> what happened there? Is that supposed to be like your you It's main... a younger me looking very depressed with <laughs> yeah. no goatee. I think... Uh... And, a, and, a, and what appears to be a Mr. Rogers sweater on. <laughs> I'd say that... That might need to be, like, the cover image for this episode. <laughs> if I could figure out how to do that. Um, so, yeah, that that's 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 what I've been dealing with. Which, uh, still not as good as, as, as the grizzled old man a long True. time ago. But True. that's not colored. That's just black and white. So, that, that, the <laughs> that's, what my, you, that's what you been on vacation all week. That's the highlight of my writing adventure was me doodling. Just doodling on your phone. Not even a good doodle. You could have been whittling. I did start doing some whittling, and then I quit immediately. Mm. Like, I got five minutes in. I was like, I don't feel like... It didn't help. I was listening to the Rogue and Kanye West podcast, <sighs> and I was just like, this fucking... Ugh. I was like 10 minutes in, and I just had to... I had turned everything. I just quit. Just went and laid down. I've been doing that a lot lately. Just, <laughs> just laying down. Just quitting and laying down. <laughs> That's when, like, I... It took me so long to read those last two chapters of Dracula because I just kept... Well, one, I was already laying down, but I just kept quitting. And I was like, I was just going to take a break. (laughs) And then uh, I would wake up and read more Dracula. And that went on for 10 hours in a row. (laughs) Well, you have some kind of news, writing business news that you just, you know... uh, By the time this airs, it'd be old news, but, you know... If you If you keep up on the social medias and stuff, you, you have... Some new, uh, you, you got something new today, you know, a few days ago. You're talking about my DPW branded butt plugs. Yes. Ah, yes. you're a good man. You saw those. I got <laughs> yeah. them delivered yesterday. Um, silicone. I want silicone. 
Or wait, are you talking about my author pictures? Hey, well. Man, I got new author pictures finally. Uh, I've been putting those off forever. And uh, and you want to take pictures? And I was like, just just, just, just the author pictures will have a nice shirt on. A good thing you did it because it, the past shitty, couple of days yeah. have been shitty. Yeah. So I am going to... Actually, by the time this episode drops, it might already be a thing. Uh, Facebook author page, I think I'm going to go with and just uh, try to engage more people with my writing. I feel like that would uh, probably help things out a lot. And as far as like Twitter and stuff, I already changed the picture. So got an author picture. That's good. I don't know what else I really want to do with that kind of. Do you think that would be also like the same author picture like you would use like in the in the um, like in a book or anything like that? Most likely, unless I need, like, a closer-up headshot. I don't know what the you typically go with. But usually I see, like, a lot of... I mean, it might have to be, like, cropped, zoomed in a little more. Yeah. But I think I think it would work out pretty good. Because I, I was looking up different people's author pictures. And, like, on Twitter and stuff, a lot of awful ones. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No problem. Yeah. Well, the reason why a lot of them were awful also found is how Facebook and Twitter change the quality of the picture when you upload it. Yeah. So they're always kind of blurry looking, which really sucks. But um, as far as author picture goes, like on Twitter, most people, it's up their face real close because when you see that tiny thumbnail, that's the only way you can really see it. Like my picture, you can't even really see what's happening unless yeah. you look very close or click on it because uh, it's my whole body in the picture. But I don't really give a fuck about Twitter. So, um, But I was looking at different author pictures and it's hard to get one where you don't look like a pretentious asshole, yep. a fucking snobby smug douche, or like a fucking just a clown who's... Yeah. Uh, you know, over the top zany. Like yeah. th- it's hard to get that uh, sophisticated look. Like oh, this is a right-in thinking man, but not the douchebaggery that might come along with such a, a picture. I don't know if I nailed it, but I was happy with the re- end result. I wanted something that looked kind of natural, so yeah. got me writing uh, by a tree, um, which you do all the time. I write on my bench sometimes, not so much the tree because it's very uncomfortable to sit on a tree in the nude. <laughs> Um, when are you gonna get a new author picture, Puncher? Uh, well, to have, I'd have to have an author picture to have a new author picture. I thought you had an author picture. What's your picture now? You got one on the site, but wearing some kind of hat. Like well, a fancy yeah. Oh, hat. I mean, I guess if that counts, I guess. I mean, <laughs> your Gravatar picture. <laughs> That's the author picture. You just don't use it for anything else. Yeah. Going back to the writing, I have a lot of ideas. I still gotta finish the horror story I was working on because I just got so bogged down with submissions. I didn't, uh, get much work on it but i'm excited to actually get back to that and finish it that shouldn't take too long once i really buckle down and do it but i've been really and we've talked about this previously toying with the idea of a novel and i've got a few ideas of things i'd want to do the only problem is what would i want to be able to write like you know ninety thousand words to a hundred thousand yeah. words about yeah like what kind of story could i tell that wouldn't uh lose my interest because that's a that's a problem with like a lot of my stuff is i'll lose interest in it if i don't have a, like a final destination for yeah. the story and things like that and right now i just got like some random ideas also with the fiction i read lately i'm really muddled in the kind of do i want to tell like a weird not fantasy but like uh, like the haruki Murakami yeah. type type of out I, th- there. I think that's what i would want to go with something that's really imaginative and weird like a neil gaiman or haruki Murakami type story Versus if I would do like a horror novel, which I would also enjoy writing, but if I wrote a horror novel, I feel like uh, it would almost be like too paint by the numbers. Like, I don't think I could add too much to the genre outside of my writing style that would uh, get people to be like, oh, she's like really talking about it. Because I mean, how many horror stories can you tell that haven't been told already? Yeah. Unless you do 
something like uh, The it, Hike or yeah. something along those lines, but make it more horror-oriented. At least maybe you just, uh, now is not that time for that horror story. You know, oh, I'm gonna definitely write some horror stories. I just don't think right. But yeah, right now maybe the, you know a few years down the line, maybe that that horror novel where you have that idea, almost kind of like uh, we talked about, like uh, Paulie Cooley's like the black, yeah, like that just kind of like different kind of either take or twist on a thing or something completely new, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, now, now I have it. Now, like now yeah, it shall be written. The uh, one issue I have when it comes to novels, I always kind of want to, and it's just because of my reading habits, a more literary fiction type of, like that kind of genre of uh, more, you know, major themes and morals and stuff. But I feel like a lot of that stuff comes off kind of dry. And if I want to break into writing, you know, being a novelist, I don't think that would be the way to start. Because if you write like literary fiction as your first go-to novel, how are you going to so pick up an audience? Because like, that's a very niche yeah. audience. So you anymore. think more like just kind of like everyman kind of stories kind of things where like it's just like, you know, like Huckleberry Finn's riding down the river, you know, kind of thing. Like where there's not, you know, weird, crazy shit going on. Yeah, pretty much a story that's more realistic. See, the, the only way I would want to try to do something like that is if it's like a like a crime or like a thriller or something like mm. that. Other than that, I think I'd be fine just doing like just genre, genre fiction. Just because like that's what I personally like to read. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, so. it's like, I mean, I don't want to always make it about money, but that's where the money is because that's where the audience is. Yeah. So if you write genre fiction, even if you're not that good, you have a better chance of getting an audience writing that versus like a literary fiction or your everyman story. Mm. Uh, for instance, like the one story, the one novel I've been wanting to write for a long time is that boxing story I was talking yeah. about, where that the main themes of that story are, because uh, one, it's going to be set in like a real world setting. There's not going to be no magical realism yeah. or anything. And the themes of that story are addiction. So that would be like the things that happen in the story. A lot of them. Because you could do that because it's a, it's a, it's addiction to like, I don't know if they're like taking like any kind of painkillers or anything mm. there's addiction to the training there's addiction to the rush of the crowd exactly you know like well those would all be metaphors for uh like an overall addiction too um thinking the story i had his mom di- like the guy the protagonist his mom died of a heroin overdose when he was young um so that would be the catalyst that gets him into boxing somewhere or another but then like you said with the rush of the crowd and even maybe uh it could be like a you know, he's getting beat up a lot. Yeah. Like he's getting fucking, he's probably going to get brain damage. He needs to stop doing this, but he's addicted to the sport. He's addicted to, uh, the, even maybe he's addicted to the pain because, yeah. you know, think or again. The, or, or, or causing the pain. Either ca- yeah. You know, lashing out. So that, that would be the big thing. So that would be the more of the literary fiction style is you're writing technically about the themes versus just what's Ooh, happening you know, to the guy. You know, it'd be cool there. And I don't know, you know, I don't want to step on your toes. I don't know what you already got thought out for that. But if he's just like he, you know, he sees this happen to his mom, so he just becomes like this bruiser boxer who doesn't really make it any, like you know, he doesn't make it until like the war, like you know, the yeah. championship. But he's just like this this lower tier guy that just punishes people, and it's more like, and it's about like, like why he, why does he do that? Like that's exactly what it's about. It's called I, my working title for it was Tomato Can because a tomato can. Is like a tune-up fight. Yeah, is uh, real boxers use guys they call tomato cans yeah. to beat on, and you just you know you boost your record. Yeah. Well, the ma- the protagonist he's the tomato can, and 
he doesn't really have aspirations to be a great boxer. He just, like you said, he wants to, he's a bruiser. He just wants mm. to go in there and fight uh, because, you know, addictions and whatever, you know, other things might be in there. So that would be kind of uh, the, the whole thing would be focusing on it's not even an underdog story. It's more mm. of a loser story, yeah. if anything. And you'd focus on that character. That even you could even have him just because, like, because I'm sure doing that and like you know going uphill, you know, he hits the gym and he gets just like this huge thing. So maybe it's just even like he is even still just like knocking people out. Yeah. But he's not good enough to go anywhere. Yeah. But like you know, he's still getting shots that of you know like fucking with them and stuff like that. It would or be the, like the Rocky Balboa story without the final payoff. Yeah. Or like then maybe like um you could have him get into trouble because maybe. Maybe there was like some up and combo guy, mm-hmm. and like he doesn't give a shit, so he just fucking knocks him out, and so like he gets in trouble that way. Maybe he gets in, uh, has to throw some fights and doesn't want to, mm-hmm. or you know things like that. Again, I'm probably not gonna because I've been toying with that story for years now. I read, I wrote out the uh, a, a bit of an outline for it some time ago, but I don't think that's the first novel I would want to tackle. Yeah, because the way I had that too was gonna have like journal entries. Um, not because we read fucking Dracula. Yeah. It was gonna have like journal entries that would be his uh, kind of like his childhood and flashback. I was thinking either maybe because it started off because his mom died. He grew up kind of as an orphan. Mm. Like he lived with a foster family who would like the guy. It was an old man. It was a trainer, a boxing trainer. That's how he would get into yeah. it. Um, and through the journal entries, maybe I was gonna use like therapy or something. The kid had to go to because you know a violent youth. Often they get forced to have you know, yeah. go see a counselor, or just and, even the, the the trauma from seeing. Because I'd imagine you'd have him either like like walking on his mom's body or something yeah. there. So like that in itself would cause. So, so I was gonna have like the counselor make him write about his past, and that would be how you do his backstory. Would be uh, throw in every couple chapters some parts of the journal, not whole, just like entries, not whole, yeah. you know, like an exposition. I thought that would be like a cool way to go, but um. Again, I think I do want to do more of a genre piece of some sort before that. Um, well, even even if you write that story first, you don't have to put it out. Yeah, yeah, because I because like you said, I don't know if that would be a good first novel mm-hmm. to put out. I think that'd be a good of like of uh, doing some other kind of things and being like then putting that out to really be like, oh, and I can also do this too. Well, not to put down any genre fiction that I might write, but I feel like if I was writing that boxing story. I'm 1,000% invested in that kind of story Yeah. versus where if I'm writing like a sci-fi kind of a fun story or uh, what I'm probably going to dive into would be like a more of a magical realism type mm. of story, like a Haruki Murakami type of fiction. So if I was to do that, I mean, I'd still obviously be invested in it, but that wouldn't be like an obsession versus when I think a literary fiction type of works, I kind of get like with the themes and stuff, I, I really dive deeper yeah. into those and... uh I, th- I think I just wouldn't do anything else for like 10 months but that. Yeah. Versus I could, if I'm doing like just a fun, more fun story, uh, we could shoot the shit on here about it and things like that, come up with ideas, and then I can write short stories in between, writing sessions, things like that. Um, so I don't think I'm mentally prepared to dive into something where I'm, oh. it's going to be that uh, and hardcore. And then like you were saying, like the spending the 10 hours, maybe do some of that genre stuff, and if it... If you're happy, lucky enough to happen to get somebody to buy buy it, or if you just even self self publish it, and either get like some kind of money, because we were talking mm-hmm. about the the crowds are there for that, so that you can boost yourself up financially with those stories, yeah. which will then give you the time to work like that ten months 
that you would need yeah. on the bot on the boxing story, you know. Well, a good thing about that too is, say, I did write, uh, you know, some kind of genre fiction novel, and I was able to get a book deal or something off of it. I would have that boxing story always to fall back on yeah. too. So if you ever got, if I ever got like a two or three book deal of some sort, um, I wouldn't really want to do a series, but just like, hey, you know, I got individual novels yeah. to write. Well, you get that first one on it, even if it does somewhat successful. Maybe people like my writing style enough to want to check out the more serious yeah. work. Uh, I, th- I think that'd be a better way to go because I mean, you think a lot of the great writers, uh, or at least a lot of the really popular writers like uh, Stephen King or Neil Gaiman, their more serious work was always later in their career. It wasn't like they did that right off Jump Street. Yeah, and again, too, that just goes with like novel writing too. I wouldn't want to waste like that that. The story, like the boxing story that I'm really passionate about, I wouldn't want to waste the effort on that if I'm not going to be that good at novel writing it. I'd rather have a couple books under my belt where I finally establish more of my novel writing style and how I go about writing novels and, you know, get it to the point where it's kind of streamlined. Yeah. Where you can get into writing a novel and be like, hey, I'm going to hit this, this, and this off my checklist. I'll hit my bigger goals and I'll be able to do it this way. But you kind of got to figure out as you go which works for you, yeah, what yeah. doesn't. So I think that would be uh, a good way. And as we talked about, like novellas too, or even novelettes, um, I'm not opposed to writing a couple of those too. Yeah, maybe just knock those out because those are uh, quicker. I mean, in, in considering like uh, I don't know what all you expand to do, to, you know, to do with the the uh, the boxing story, but that might even be a good route for that. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I don't know how long you you know want that to be but well again with novel writing i since i've never written a novel i've written novellas and shorter novelette type of things before but i've never written anything novel length so i don't know what my novel length is yet yeah. i don't know how long it takes me to finish a story and if i can do it within a reasonable word count yeah i don't know how much i'd have to cut i don't know if i get up to sixty thousand words and i'm done i'm like oh well fuck that's, you know, that's too short. Or if I add, you know, George R. 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 Martin, I'm fucking 180,000 words in. I'm like, shit, this thing's only a quarter of the way done. What do yeah. I do? That's just that stuff you just learn as you go along, I guess. Um, like, have you been, like, as far as word counts? Because you're right. Yours is going to be like a novella, right? Something like that, Thinking yeah. Like maybe 25,000 words, 30,000 words. Have you hit any kind of point where you're thinking, I don't know if I'm going to hit the word length I'm looking for? Probably, yeah. I don't think you need to establish like a set word length for anything, but just, you know, because you want to tell the story first. But is that ever in like in the back of your mind right now? Are my chapters long enough? Things like that. Well, I know at least now at the way that I'm going that it's not like the first draft's not going to be close because like I said, I'm I'm working through probably a little bit over the fifth chapter and I'm getting close to 6,000 words. Mm. So, and like I originally planned on it, like, like roughly kind of like taking the set segments and roughing them out of my head. I was thinking somewhere around like 10 chapters or so, just the Mm. way that I was breaking up the story. If the way that I'm writing keeps true with that, by the time the first draft is over, I might be like around like 11,000. Which would only be short story. Yeah. But again, that's first draft, and I've you know I've talked about before like how uh, with my writing style that at least you know I'm very uh, bare 
bones basic kind of at least mm-hmm. to start off with. So like it would have to be like a lot of you know adding and flushing, you know, flushing things out and stuff, which then will you know I'm sure will help kind of build you know fluff that out a little bit. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's something that I kind of worry about. But then like I said, I also kind of think about like I know within the following drafts, yeah, it's been, like I'm just working on the foundation now, mm-hmm. you know, and then I'll add the beams and the walls and the roofs and the. What the this? hidden basement in the bottom that nobody knows about. <laughs> in, the, in the dungeon room. Well, one thing you don't want to do is forcefully fluff up your yeah. story in the first draft just just to make it longer. And, and honestly, like... You just want to tell the story. And, and honestly, I, my idea for this story was always just, like, because I wanted to, like... Um, because if I, you know, if I finish it and I get it good enough to where I think I can, like, self-publish or whatever... I kind of just wanted to be one of those like small, like soft covers, or maybe a hard cover. If I think I I can get enough people to like, you know, you know that it, that it would make sense to to put it out there. But like, you know, like when you were a kid, you had just like this small like paperback you could literally just stick in the yeah. back of your pocket while you go whatever, and it might only last you like you might read it like in a day or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it'd be like one of those, you know, or I hope it would be like one of those stories that just would like catch on and just be like hey did you read that like that that weird thing like, yeah like, or, you know like even like us like um um well maybe not us but you always hear like on the dead robot society whenever paul and terry are just talking about like old random stories that they yeah. both read you know separately you might you not even remember the author you just remember the story or yeah. something uh, so, like, that's the kind of idea that I had with yeah. this story going through, you know, going with it. So, if it's on the smaller side, I'm I'm okay with that. Because I don't think it's bad if you, like, even if it's a short story, if it's a longer short story, publishing it by well, itself. It's like a, no- a novelette or something. Yeah. Well, as Ash was uh, telling me earlier, there's uh, one author on Twitter I think he follows. And they've been publishing what they call novels, which the length, it's not a novel. It's only like 90 pages. Mm. So that'd be like a novella at most. But um, I guess that author gets some decent sales off of a lot of, which is essentially just kind of a longer short story. Yeah. Even if you don't sell like paperbacks of it, you can still sell a Kindle version. Which might actually. Which is is the new kind of paperback kind of thing, you know. And then obviously if you got a bunch of those kind of stories out there, you could even eventually put them into their own little anthology or short story collection. Yeah, down the line, just collected. Have you ever toyed around with the idea of doing any kind of series? I don't, I just, I don't like, I don't want to do that. Like that just never crosses my mind of I want to, like I've thought about creating different universes and something, but I don't really want continuous series and i know a lot of people like that now i mean i I wouldn't be opposed to it but though i don't want to i don't think i would want to do how you see some of these authors have like a 19 book or like a 19 novel series like like, i wouldn't want to do anything like that trilogy maybe but if i could think of like a trilogy if i you know if i came up with a good idea that could like last a couple novels or i could spin off into Mm. like a couple things i wouldn't be opposed to it because i i like i like reading those kind yeah. of things, you know. Comic guy, I'm you know I'm a big fan of serial storytelling. Again, it was not something that I'm either looking f- looking forward mm. to or against at the moment. But it's kind of like um like you were talking about with your with your boxer story. I don't think that I'm quite there yet. Yeah, to where I could do a series like that. You know what I mean? I don't think. 
Because like I'm having a hard enough time just getting a novella done, mm-hmm. let alone writing the first novel of like a three part novel series or something like that. Well, if I was to do a series, it'd probably be more like that uh, Yukio Mishima tetralogy I was uh, I've been reading, where it's uh, like the life of a guy. Like you start off when he's a young kid and a teenager. And then the next novel, he's maybe 10 or 20 years older than the next novel, same thing, mm. 10 or 20 years older. So you make these big jumps. Yeah. So even though it's kind of a continuation of the same story, it's not. They have a lot of them, they deal with the same themes and stuff, but it's not really like uh, like a Lord of the Rings where at the end of the first novel, you'd go you into the, say, yeah. it's just a continuing event. Like, it wouldn't be the same adventure. Uh, I think I'd be more apt to write something along those lines than... Uh, Again, it's nothing really wrong with a continuous story. I just feel like I don't want to put in that much effort into one thing. Yeah. I don't think I would enjoy writing that so much. And maybe it's just because that goes with, like, the genre fiction. Now, what about, like, um, okay, with our um, our buddy who uh, wrote uh, Blue Light. Uh, Yokohama. Yeah, like, he kind of, you know, he See, that's a, a series, but, but at the same time, that's they're all separate stories. Yeah. I don't think that would be a problem because that's those are different kinds of series because that's like a crime series. But that was, that's what I was gonna get to because like those because I already kind of write the that Asher Kang series yeah. I was writing like the how we did like the yeah. movie Red Conan and stuff. Those same character, different adventures. Yeah, I'm fine with that. It's just the continuation of the exact same story. Because say because whenever because I'm sure like whenever series gets brought up, you mine kind of goes to the same place where mine goes where it's like like sci-fi opera kind of so it's like well maybe like instead of doing that serial you do like that kind of thing or the the chandler you know big sleep kind of like like different adventures those kind of like i said i don't have a problem with building a universe and having different stories in that universe even if it's the same characters i just don't really want the continuation of one like my only focus is on one story that spans 50 yeah. years or whatever. I feel like I would get too bored with that. And I'm never going to say never because you never, like, 10 years from now, I might be completely different. I might yeah. want to write a series. I might enjoy writing something like that. Uh, just where I'm at now, I don't want to. Fo- I, I have too many stories I feel like I need to tell before I could tell the same one over yeah. a longer period of time. But that's, I think that's about the, all of the exciting writing talk I have. I don't know, uh, like I said, I still got to finish a short story I'm working on now. And uh, just going back to the novel writing, too, I think if I actually had something that big to work on, it would make me write more. Yeah. Not just that I would feel compelled to write more versus when I do short stories. I would uh, be more focused. I would actually probably be more excited to go sit down to work on that story because I have a lot of it to go through. So I. Are you sure you just wouldn't look at the amount that you would have to do and you're just like, I got it. No, I don't really think like that. Like, even with the short stories, it's usually the opposite. The short stories I end up giving up on because I'm like, well, I only got 3,000 words left and I got to wrap this fucking thing up and then I just lose motivation to do that. I'm like, I don't want to write any more of this. Versus a a longer work, I'm like, oh, I don't have to worry about the word count. I just fucking finish it when I finish it. Just go. Yeah, I think that'd be be, uh, more enjoyable for me. I think my brain's always more centered towards novel writing because I like to read novels more than short stories. I'm just too long-winded. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just, uh, that's like the fiction I read. I just, longer stories is where my mind goes. I love short stories. I just, I don't think I'm very... Apt to write them right now. Yeah, I don't think I can tell a short story 
as proficient as somebody like a, a Stephen King, yeah. where you have that beginning, middle, and end, and it would be enjoyable. Nothing felt rushed. I yeah. feel like I always kind of get to parts where I have to rush through it because I have a word count limit. Well, not necessarily. I mean, unless if you're submitting it to someplace. Yeah. But if you're just writing it to put it out yourself, like, you Well, know. I mean, the story itself feels rushed. Because, like, say I get to the middle and I'm like, well, I only have 2,000 words left to get to this climax. And then the story's supposed to be over. Well, I feel like I, I end always uh, skip a lot of stuff that I would want to yeah. include in the story because I have to get to the climax to end it. That's why, like, just long format storytelling I, I'm better at because I can keep going and uh, get those details I want to yeah. add. Because I, I like a lot of detail. And for people who can write short stories really good, because some people, they're more proficient at writing short stories than longer uh, fiction. Yeah. Like, if they go to longer fiction, it's probably like what you just said. They just see this big thing. Oh, my God, I got 20 chapters left to go. I don't, I don't, uh, too overwhelming. I don't want to do you, it. And then you get down into the writing the one thing, and you're like in chapter 20, mm-hmm. and then you're like, what did I say in chapter two? Mm. Yeah. That is going to fuck. Well, the way my brain works, too, is I actually enjoy the physical act of writing clacking of the keys and the like i actually enjoy that i feel like if you're not a natural like if you're a person who doesn't naturally enjoy the physical act of writing you probably don't want to sit there for hours and hours and hours writing a long piece of fiction versus short stories that you could just you know knock out a couple pages here maybe do some on your phone things like that everyone has different writing styles uh everyone enjoys the writing process. Like Chuck Palahniuk does not like the act of writing. He likes the uh, note taking part yeah. and coming up with the ideas. But when the actual physical part of writing, he doesn't even consider that writing. He just considers that putting it down. He doesn't enjoy it. Versus someone like Neil Gaiman, he actually writes his stories out by hand first, then transcribes them to computer and you know fleshes them out. Yeah. Uh, so obviously he does like the physical act of writing. I've always just been a physical man. I like to get in there and pound those geese. I was just gonna say you you just like to be really long winded and uh yeah. b- and burst about things. Over the last couple months, I've been getting way better <laughs> uh, killing my darlings. Yeah, I uh, have no problem cutting things now. Where I'm like, oh man, what a beautiful paragraph. Fuck that paragraph. That doesn't <laughs> I don't fit need in here. Any of it. Man, I really went on. You need to watch the movie Genius. It's about Thomas Wolfe. And there's one scene in it where uh, it's like this fucking full on page of him describing the color blue. Yeah. And his editor had to fucking convince him to get because he re- it starts off with him just reading the page. And it's like the bluest of the blue endless seas of blue. And like he literally just goes on and on. And then uh, the editor's just looking at him. And uh, I think it's Max Schelling. And uh Thomas Wolf was like, well, "You didn't like it." He's like, "You goddamn well know. You damn well know I liked it, but you, we got to get rid of it. It's too. It's too much." Because he literally brought in wheelbarrows full of this, wow. his novels, wheelbarrows. He brought in, uh, and he had Shelling's job was the, uh, oh the fucking editor. Yeah, that it's, would suck. it's crazy. But then there's just the continuation. Like the following scenes are about him trying to convince Wolf. You got to get rid of the blue. And he's like, well, what about this part? She, her eyes, the bluest of the blue. Just say blue. Well, this part, though, it adds to it because you understand what he feels when he sees this kind of blue. It's like, no, just say blue. And he's like, well, okay, we can cut this part. And it literally just goes on and on. And then finally, he's just like, her eyes were blue. It's like, see, wasn't that better? It's like, okay. <laughs> literally just, so that I'm finally at the part right now where I can just do my blue. I can just say it's blue and I'm good. I don't need. 
all that extra that shit. That just sounds like my normal day at work with my coworkers. If I'm just <laughs> stupid, so they could can't you just wrap it up? This thing, you know that it will work with just this. Just <laughs> stop it. Just stop. <laughs> Cut it out. It's easy as a writer to fall in love with your own writing so much that you don't want to get rid of stuff, but you need to. See, I find that I've maybe fallen more that I just hate everything that I put out and that I don't, you know, I just hate looking at it. <laughs> just read your sentences and you gag the whole time. I just want to punch the screen. Just <laughs> uh, Well, punching the screen aside, you could punch the keys on your keyboard and make sure the... The things you're punching, spell drunkenpenwriting.com, yes, where you can check yes. out our fiction that we're talking about. That was a terrible segue. Past, present, and future. Future is where it's at. I will say we are getting better, but also we struggle to put out as much fiction as we used to. I feel like we used to put out a lot more work, but I don't know where the quality was as good. And But though a lot of that work was the flash fictions and small yeah. short stories to how we were talking mm-hmm. about... We're trying to branch out into bigger, longer yeah. works, and you can't deviate that with trying to come out with something. Yeah, you can't just put it out for the, you know for the website that, and then we don't want to because we don't want to just put out lackluster things for the website just either. To have it either. You know what I mean? We don't want to. You know, we don't want to shortchange you guys that way either. You know, I do want to go back to doing more flash fiction and stuff as my writing exercises, and because uh, I think I'm at the point now. That those are decent enough, I could put on the site and people would at least enjoy them. So, that or that or even like how I was trying to do for some of those stories with like flax fiction of just like the basic idea or a concept for a story, yeah. And then you can still publish that for people to read, and, and that's kind of just like expand hey, upon it later. And if it's you like want. hey, if you like that, here soon I'm gonna have this full blown novel or yeah. short story that really dives into that. That's a good idea too. Um, you can follow us on the Twitter at Drunk Pen Writing, Instagram and Facebook at Drunken Pen Writing, and uh, give us twelve stars on iTunes. Twelve? Yeah, call them up say you want more stars. <laughs> give me all the stars. I, it still says iTunes for my thing I use because that's the only thing I don't even go on there ever just to check to see if we have any reviews, which we never do. Mm. So I never fucking call for them. Um, but I think it's Apple Podcast now. That's, I think that's what it's called. I don't, I don't know. know. We're on Spotify and fucking whatever app you're listening to this on now. So if you have a review feature on there, if you mm, can give us a... I think Mojis do. Yeah, if you can review us on anything, that would be awesome. We would uh, really appreciate it. And uh, I mean, you might have and, to... and honestly, we would like to know, too, because I'm sure yeah. there's things... We try to keep up on things, but I'm sure there's things where... Uh, that we mess up on yeah. that we should know about. All the time. All the time. <laughs> we might not be very good at what we do, but I like to think we put a lot of effort into making the quality. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not so much of the conversations, but the <laughs> audio quality. Yeah, yeah. At least we try to make that better. Um, and you bear with us with everything else. Yeah. And Spencer brought his pink meat over today, so you, I'm going to go play with that, you're I guess. I love it. I can't wait. Surge and pink meat. Mm-hmm. <laughs>